going on, Flyers fans? Mark Giannone here, host of the Getting Bullied podcast, giving you my preview and thoughts on tonight's game between the Flyers and the Los Angeles Kings in L.A. A 10.30 Eastern time puck drop. As we all know, these West Coast games are terrible for us on the East Coast. You gotta really pump the coffee into you, stay up late. They're not fun, and they're especially not fun when you're when the game's gonna be between two very subpar hockey teams. The Flyers, obviously, in the situation that they're in, the Kings not much better. The Kings um, struggling this season, three seven and one on the year. Yesterday, they get terrible news. Their star goaltender Jonathan Quick. Needed surgery on his on a torn meniscus in his knee, which means he is out indefinitely. Obviously will not be in the game tonight. Likely Jack Campbell, the backup in LA, will be going for the Kings. Um he's three he's three and four on the season, two seven two goals against with a nine twelve save percentage. Um, you know, like I said, these are two the Flyers are coming off of a win against a bad team. The Kings are coming off a win against a bad team in the Rangers. Both games were one-goal decisions. Um, you know, the Flyers, we know the situation there. Anaheim scored late to tie it in the third. Nolan Patrick, 21 seconds later, breaks a tie. 3-2, the Flyers get out of there. Kind of the same story there. You know, the Flyers playing against a bad team that had lost five in a row um, really couldn't ever put them away. And... You had that late scare in the third where you're thinking, ah, here we go again. And, you know, thankfully, Patrick netting his third of the season kind of, you know, kind of saved the day. And I've never really seen Flyers fans less excited about a win. You know, like I said, the Ducks are not a good team. The Flyers barely squeaked by them one goal in like the last two minutes of the game. And it came, you know. Nolan Patrick, guy that obviously has to pick it up for the team. He's got three goals so far this season. It took him 36 games to get three goals last year. So already on pace to eclipse his goal total from last season. And he's a guy that they're going to rely heavily on going forward to get out of the doldrums that they're in if they're going to. Couturier and Provorov, two guys that also got a goal in that game. Those are two other guys you need to get out of whatever slump they're in and start producing at a level that we saw them produce at last season. And, you know, but still not an impressive win for the Flyers. They still kind of, you know, you still saw some of the same mistakes out of them that we've come accustomed to at this point. Again, Ron, or I'm sorry, Dave Haxtell with some, you know, questionable lineup decisions. They called up Nicholas Albay-Kubel from the Phantoms prior to the game. And, of course, Ty- Tyrell Goldborn as well. Goldborn wasn't in the lineup. Albe Kubel was. He got like a little over five minutes in his NHL debut. You know, he 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 still Axel still relying on guys that have no business being relied on. Dale Weiss, you know, the, playing on the third line. We talked about it on getting bullied in the last episode. You know, he got bumped up to that third line. Lawton got bumped down. Lawton has been probably the most consistent flyer this season, and that was. Um, even Ron Hextall had, you know, had said that prior to the game and how happy he was to see Scott Lawton playing at the level he is. But, you know, again, it a lot of this is coaching. You know, the lineup changes, the, you know, the play of the players, the slow starts and all that. You know, the Flyers scored first, which was huge. They were the only one to score in that first period. Only the second time this season they were 
the first team to score in a game. This is the first time that they won. The previous time they obviously lost. So it was big on them to, you know, score first and, you know, maintain the lead for a lot of the game, obviously, until that third period. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, there's still a lot of question marks with the Flyers. And even if they, even with the win against Anaheim, even if they win tonight against the Kings, depending on how they win this game can really, you know, you could go either way. If they, if they play their same kind of game with the mistakes, the lack of defense, the terrible penalty kill, and they win, then it's still not impressive. You still don't see the improvements that you need to see to say that, yeah, this team could be on the right track. Um, you know, they're going for for the first time this season. If they win tonight, they will have their first ever, well, not their first ever, but their first this season back-to-back wins. Back-to-back um, wins is not a winning streak. Two does not, that's not a streak. Once you get into three, that's when you can start calling it a winning streak. Two is just back-to-back. You know, you can get those one-off all the time on the season. If you're a bad team, you know, Bad teams will still probably string together, you know, two wins back-to-back, you know, at least five or six times a season. The Flyers are about a month into the season. They don't even have one yet, so they're going for that tonight. That'll be exciting if they can get that, I'm sure. Uh, You know, you're going to have the optimistic Flyers fan that says, this team's back on track, everyone needs to relax. More than likely, they're probably not going to get back on track with a win tonight because, again, the Kings are one of the few teams in the NHL that are worse off than the Flyers and may have a worse off goalie situation than the Flyers. Um, be interesting to see who starts for them tonight. Perhaps, you know, Elliot got the start in Anaheim. I guess Haxel could ride, could try to ride the quote-unquote hot hand and give it back to Elliot. You know, at this point, it's a catch, you know, it's it's... Flip a coin at this point to see which goalie you want to start. You're just hoping that one of these guys can get hot, and you're hoping the team in front of them can play better than they have. But we'll see. But yeah, here's kind of the here's kind of the boat that I'm in with the Flyers right now. And I put a poll out on the podcast Twitter, and that's at underscore getting bullied. And basically, the question was this: you know, with all the animosity that a lot of us have towards Dave Haxtell, is it affecting, you know, how you look at the team? Is it affecting whether or not you want the team to succeed? And it's close. And the options were honestly yes or never. And I think a lot of people are having a hard time coming to grips with the fact that it's better right now for the Flyers long term if they don't win games. I'm not ever, I'm not saying go out and actively try to lose. I would never say that. We had a team in this city do that, and it divided that fan base. Obviously, I'm talking about the Sixers. They said, coming in five years ago now, that they basically said, we're not trying to win games. And they had that plan. They had the process. It netted them two stars. And, you know, quite frankly, they're still not close to winning a championship. They're still a good ways away. Now, I'm not saying the Flyers need to take the same course of action. Because I think the Flyers have more talent than is being led on right now. I think there's guys that are being severely underutilized. I think there's guys that are not being allowed to play the style of game that they want to play for for fear of being, you know, punished for it in a sense. Uh, You know, Travis connecting these guys I talked about, he's a guy I've talked about all season, a guy that under a different head coach who may just let him go out and play his game. 
he would probably prosper more. He would probably play better. We've seen Travis Konecki in the past make mistakes, and, you know, by and large, they're not huge mistakes. They're not, you know, they didn't cost the team all that much. Just, you know, mistakes that a young player might make, and we've seen him get benched for it in a game that, you know, he could be playing great. There was one game last year he was playing out of his mind. He was all over the ice. Offensively and defensively, he made one mistake, and he had like five minutes the rest of that game. So I think right now for the Flyers, where they stand, from where I see them, if they don't win games, it is not the end of the world. And in fact, would probably help the team this season and beyond. Because if this thing falls off the tracks even more, if this thing gets a little more embarrassing than it already is, eventually management is going to be forced to make a decision. Eventually, they're going to have to get rid of this head coach. And as long as, in my view, as long as they bring in a guy from the outside, if he can come in, whoever that may be, if the new coach can come in and look at this team completely with an unbiased eye, he doesn't know these players from from Sam sitting on the corner. He doesn't know their style. He doesn't know anything. He doesn't have any preconceived thoughts about these players. He's coming in and he's going to learn their style. He's going to learn who they are. I think that would benefit the team because guys like Konechny, guys like, you know, the young guys on the team won't still be afraid that if I make a mistake, if I make a risk in a game and I make a mistake, that I'm going to get benched and that's done for me. He will come in, a new coach would come in and just, there would be a bit of a period, you know, a week or two where he's getting to know this team. He's trying to figure out, okay, these guys work best in this system. These guys work best in this system. How can I take these players and put them in the best system to succeed? And right now, whatever Dave Haxall is doing is not working. We're, that's obvious. It's apparent. We all know that. We've all said it. We're all tired of seeing it. So that's why I think if the Flyers lose, especially in a game like this tonight, where they're going up against a worse team than they are. Losing this game is not the end of the world. Because let's look, it's time that, like, you as a fan, if you're saying I'm crazy, you you have this, you know, the macho, tough guy, Philly fan that, you know, I had one guy say it on Twitter on the poll. If anybody votes yes, turn in your fan card. No. Because there's fans out there like me and like others, like the other 46% that say honestly yes, there's fans out there that see that this team is not going to win a Stanley Cup this season and likely will not win a Stanley Cup with Dave Haxtell. So what benefit is it for them to win these games? And again, I'm not saying go out and actively try to lose, but if they lose, it's not the end of the world. This team is spinning their tires in the mud. They may, may make the playoffs. They may do what they've done the last the last two times they've made the playoffs under Hackstall and squeak in in the last week of the season. But what does that do? That doesn't do anything. That's not progressing this team forward. So by losing games in bunches right now, early in the season, it will help the Flyers because eventually Ron Hackstall is going to have to see that Dave Hackstall has lost this team and they're not playing for him anymore and he can get somebody else in here. We've seen it in the past where teams... Firehead coaches early in the season, and they have a complete turnaround. The Pittsburgh Penguins had it Mike Sullivan's first year. Dan Biles mother got got fired midseason. Mike Sullivan came in, and they won the Stanley Cup. 
The Flyers did it in 2010 with Peter Laviolette when they brought him in midway through the season, fired John Stevens. They went to the Stanley Cup Finals with a team that probably had less talent than the one that they currently have right now. Michael Layton was their goalie in the playoffs when Brian Boucher got hurt. Brian Boucher, who was old as hell, was their goalie going into the playoffs. And they got hot, and they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. the The NHL is not a team, uh, not a league where you need to dominate all season to make a run in the playoffs. You just need to get hot at the right time, and you need to have a coach that is pulling the right strings. And that's not Dave Haxall. So the Flyers, right now, if you look at the schedule that they have ahead of them, just these next three games: the Kings tonight, the San Jose Sharks, and then the Arizona Coyotes. Tonight could very well be a loss. It was an emotional quote. If you want to say emotional, to me, it was just a clutch win. They squeaked by with a win against the Anaheim Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks came into that game losing five in a row. That's the Flyers handed them their six in a row. So it's not like the Ducks came in playing the greatest hockey in the league. They were a bad team coming in, and the Flyers beat a bad team. A bad team beat a bad team. And that's all you will see tonight if the Flyers win. It'll be a bad team beating a bad team. And that's not going to do anything for this team. Maybe somewhat psychologically, the players will say, okay, yeah, we're starting to get it together here. You know, we strung two games in a row, two wins in a row here. But then they're going to go into San Jose, and there's no way they win that game. You saw what San Jose did to them at home. What do you think San Jose would do to them on the road when the Flyers have to go into the Shark Tank? That's not an easy game. The San Jose Sharks are too good. So whatever the fly, whatever momentum the Flyers build between the Ducks game and the Kings game tonight, if they're able to win this, will get struck down immediately the second they walk into San Jose because that's not a winnable game for the Flyers. And then they have to go into Arizona. And Arizona's not the best team in the league. They're not really that good to begin with, but they're playing good hockey right now. They're on a hot streak right now. And we've seen that in the past where teams on a hot streak can, you know, they they could they could beat teams better than them. The Kings are what like I said, the Kings are one of the few teams right now that are be- that are worse off than the Flyers. And they should win. The Flyers should win this game. And that's why I don't I I will not take I will take tonight's win if it comes with a grain of salt because it's a game they should win because a few, one of the few teams in the league that they are better than. Any team in any sport is supposed to beat a team that they are better than. So if the Flyers beat the Kings, it doesn't tell me anything about the overall outlook of the team. And I still believe it is more beneficial to the Flyers this season, next season, the season after, if they start losing games in bunches now because a change has to be made. This team is going to go nowhere this season. Bottom line. I'm like get 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 your head out of the clouds, you optimistic people that say I bleed orange and black. I always love the Flyers. I always think they're gonna win. Just look yourself in the mirror as a fan and say it's okay. It's okay to not expect the Flyers to win. It's okay to not be throwing the remote at the wall mad if the Flyers lose because guess what? You're gonna be doing that a lot this season. The Flyers are gonna lose a lot of games this season. At most, they're a 500 team. At most, they could go 41 and 41. At most. And that's not saying much to a team that's supposed to take the next step this season. That is not saying much at all. 
We expected, I expected the Flyers to be a shoe-in for the playoffs, and I expected them to go to the second round, and I'm not seeing that at all to this point. And then we're not talking just two weeks now. We're talking a month into the season, and they are showing us nothing. They are still, one of, as of right now, they are the 30th-ranked penalty kill in the league. You think a 30-ranked penalty kill team can sustain a successful season? Do you think they will be successful? So all you optimistic fans that don't want to ever bet against the Flyers, and I'm not saying root against them. I'm not saying watch these games and start pulling for the other team. Don't ever do that. But just come to grips with the fact that if they lose, it is better for them and it is better for you in the long run. It is not the worst thing in the world. I, again, I'm not saying go full Sixers and tank because that's not going to do much of anything. Okay, this isn't that type of league. It's not the NBA where you're only, you know, their teams are like 12. There's 12 men on a team in the NBA. And finding stars is easier than in the NHL. I'm not saying tank. I'm just saying if they lose, don't be that upset. Just take a step back, take a deep breath, and realize this is better for me. This is better for the Flyers. Because where they are right now in the fourth year of Dave Haxtell is exactly where they were year one of Dave Haxtell. A fringe playoff team that really has no signs of going any further anytime soon. So that's what you need to That's what I'm looking at when I'm watching this game tonight. Do I want them to win? Absolutely. But I'm also, I'm not going to just look at the final result. I don't just look at the final result of the Anaheim game and say, all right, good, the Flyers won 3-2, that's awesome. I say, okay, how did they play in that game? And that's what I'll say tonight when I'm watching it. Okay, if they go up, you know, 2-0 in the first, great. How do they follow up that two-goal lead? Do they sustain pressure? Do they keep playing at a high level, or do they take their foot off the gas? Because that's exactly what the Flyers do. They get a lead, they take their foot off the gas, they let teams back in it. So just watch these games and say, okay, if they win, how did they win? Did they squeak by? Did they go up 5-2 and then end up having to win in a shootout like they did against Florida a couple weeks ago? These are the things we have to watch as fans. We have to look at this right now. We have to look at this team with an unbiased eye and just say, all right, how are they winning these games? Not if they're winning these games. This is a very winnable game. I The Flyers should go into L.A. tonight and dominate. They are decimated as a team. Their leading scorer right now is Ilya Kovalchuk. I mean, it's tied right now. But Ilya Kovalchuk is one of their score, their scoring leaders, their goal leaders at three. Wayne Simmons leads the Flyers in goals with six. So this is a winnable game for the Flyers. The Flyers should go in and assert their dominance. And until but until they do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold it against this team. Until they're able to go out and dominate a team from start to finish like they did in the first game against the Knights, I am not going to get that excited about this team. I am still very negative. I'm still very much in a funk with this team. I don't expect much out of them. And until I see improvement on the ice, you know, wins, even if they lose games, but if they play hard, if they play a full 60, if they start doing that more consistently, I'll say, yeah, they're probably going to turn this around at some point. Eventually, the puck starts bouncing your way. But until then, I don't expect much except tonight. Tonight, I expect a dominant win, but if it doesn't happen, so be it. So that's all I have on this game.
just look at it from an unbiased eye and you know hopefully you don't get your feelings hurt too bad if they end up losing this game because you'll realize it's for the greater good so check us out next week the getting bullied podcast will be back with a brand new episode we will recap that everything that has happened from yesterday to that point in the world of the flyers you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Flagman 2 ends. Follow Getting Bullied Podcast on Twitter at underscore Getting Bullied. We are on SoundCloud. We are on iTunes. I'm trying to get it on Google Play because I've had a lot of requests with that, but it's a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. But I'm still going to work on that. And as always, check out the mothership of this whole thing, the great articles and the great people over at phillyisflyer.com. Until I talk to you next time, Flyers fans, have a good week. Have a good life. Let's go Flyers.